Hello, I'm Eric Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com, and today I welcome Mary Lou Goodyear. She's a professor and head of the Department of Public Administration at the University of Kansas. Welcome, Mary Lou. Glad to be with you, Eric. You co-authored a recently released study entitled Cybersecurity Management in the States, the Emerging Role of Chief Information Security Officers. What is the main takeaway of the study? There's a tendency to think about approaches to IT security as controlling environments, kind of a command and control, but that's not really the strategy we're using to approach IT security anymore. The profession, which has existed for about 15 years, has really evolved as technology has evolved. When we used to have mainframe technology, we had a lot of control over what was happening because everything was centralized. And then when we moved to personal computers, individuals got very much in the act because they had that computer on their desk. They could do with it what they wanted. They had lots of electronic data they could move around and manipulate. And that's when IT security was really beginning to be challenged in a great way because the control mechanisms were much harder. We could control network traffic. We could do defense in depth strategies, it was harder to just focus on control. And that's when I think the IT security profession really began to think about this concept of informed individual action. Each technology user had to understand the importance of IT security and understand what they individually needed to be doing to protect the data in the systems. So at that point, I think there was kind of this dual approach or kind of a control technology approach, but also an education, individualized approach. And what we found in this study is that each state tends to kind of lean one direction or another. There are states using, trying to use technology more to control and secure their environments and their other ones where they're really, really focused on user education. In our study, we gave some case studies. Colorado would be an example of a state that's still taking a technology and control kind of approach, centralization of services kind of approach to IT security. Delaware, on the other hand, has done a lot in user education and trying to inform users from K through 12 through high school, state employees, et cetera. We're moving past the personal computer, and we've now got these things that are extensions of us. <laughs> you know, I am never any place without my trio now. The president always has his BlackBerry with him. So we've got to find ways of securing these devices that are much more personal and much more multifunctional. And I think what the CISOs are finding in that kind of environment is that they really have to collaborate with each other and they have to develop skill sets where they're really able to get lots of different people to work together to provide a defense mechanism for IT security. The other major takeaway, I think, from the study, besides the variations in the strategies, that means that this person needs skill sets that are leadership and management and collaboration just as much, maybe even more, than the technical skill set that you would think of for this kind of position. I was struck by that. If you look at the top 10 skills that the CISOs you surveyed felt they needed to succeed, none of them involved technology. Yeah, it's really very interesting. In our interviews, there was lots of emphasis on the skill sets they needed to try to convince governmental managers and leaders to spend more time thinking about IT security, the skill sets they needed to convince people that this was really another role that they played, 
the public manager manages a service. They're an HR manager. They're a budget manager. They're a technology manager. And now they're a data manager. Now the focus is much more what electronic data do we have, where is it, what parts of it do we need to protect, what parts of it don't have to worry about it at all because it doesn't really need protection. The skill sets to interact with those managers and help them see that broader framework and landscape of IT security are really more communication skill sets, their leadership skill sets, their collaboration skill sets, their conflict resolution skill sets. Their skill sets that are really very different from the technical ones that we expect. The one that impressed me the most was political skills, or at least understanding politics. And I suspect that it's different for a state CISO in dealing with government than, say, a federal CISO in respect that I believe in many states that the political leaders may not have the understanding or the appreciation of cybersecurity as they do in the federal government, maybe in part because of homeland security concerns. Yeah, I think there's a couple of differences. One certainly is scale. Individuals that work in pretty small states, they work in environments where they have the ability to reach out to the entire state government and actually get to know these individuals on an individual basis and really interact and develop collaborative relationships with them that are very strong and personal. In other really huge states like New York or California, the collaboration is done more at a planning and a strategy level, more similar to what it would be at the federal level. But uh, many of the state CISOs are political appointees. Even their own jobs will leave or disappear depending on who gets elected governor and who's in office. So they definitely work within that political environment and have to pay attention to those political issues. And one of the things we've pointed out in our study, there's been some excellent work done on what skills are really necessary to be successful in collaborations across silos within governmental organizations. Some excellent work done by Heather Taylor that's in our study. Two of the things that came out of that that I thought were particularly important in relationship to the political environment was the absolute necessity of understanding everybody's motivation. When you're trying to get people to come to the table and pay attention to an issue or invest resources in the issue, to really target your argument toward what's going to motivate that individual is a really critical skill set. And another skill set that she's identified that's particularly critical for collaboration is being very altruistic with resource sharing, bringing money to the table yourself if someone will also bring money to the table and to giving lots of other people credit for work that you might do in the political environment. They, if there are accomplishments there, there's something for those politicians to take credit for and to show progress when they're facing the voters the next time. Those kind of skill sets really began to play out in critical ways in these environments where we're dealing with the political actors as well as as the state employees. Does it make a difference whether they're politically appointed or not? The feedback that I believe we got in our interview processes during this study was that there are pros and cons of both ways of approaching it. There's certainly a big pro being a political appointee in the sense that you are that governor's person and your access to the governor, your ability to use that bully pulpit to help accomplish what you're trying to accomplish is certainly increased if you're that person's person (laughs) and if you're part of that political team. 
On the other hand, if you're not a political appointment, it's potentially easier to work with some of the agency heads because you might be there longer and be able to establish credibility with those agency heads and to really be somewhat independent of the political changes that are taking place. And there's certainly a real advantage in that, having that kind of a position as well. The governance of IT security varies from states to states. Uh, you mentioned some you know, are sort of decentralized, others there's actual control over that. What would you say are the main problems that CISOs, regardless of how it's governed, share? Certainly uh, getting the resources they feel like they need to address them, the issues that need to be addressed. That's not unique to information security officer. All of IT and actually all the agencies feel like they need more resources to really accomplish their missions. Resources were mentioned a lot in our interviews. I think the other major problem that just really seemed to face on a regular basis was the increasing variety and type of electronic data that they collect, maintain, preserve, distribute, distribute increasingly more distribute with all of the pressure at the state level and federal level for more transparency with what government is doing. So there's lots of talk about we want that stuff on the web, we want the citizens to be able to see it. This whole area of data management is something that's really concerning this whole profession because it's really true that data wants to be free and it really moves quickly and it's in the electronic format and it's just really hard to get a handle on how do you really begin to address those issues. A few states have initiatives where they're working on various aspects of that. Colorado has a, a data initiative that's gotten some good publicity, and they're kind of leading the way with some frameworks on how to approach that right now. Kansas is working on some data preservation issues. How do we make sure that this data stays around, and how do we keep it around in a safe, secure way? So there's lots of experimentation going on. But I'm not seeing right out there right now one model or framework of how um, states will approach the whole electronic data problem. How do state systems look to Washington for leadership? I think we found in our interviews and talking to CISOs that there was a lot of diversity in how people viewed the relationship between not only levels of government, but the sectors. There were some CISOs that had very collaborative relationship with Homeland Security, federal partners within their state, with private sector partners in their state, with nonprofit sector partners, education partners. There were others who felt some frustration and there wasn't enough planning and strategy management between levels of government that feds were kind of off doing their own thing and not really understanding state needs and vice versa. One of our recommendations in our study is that this is an area that we really feel like the chief information officers of the state need to be sitting down with their federal counterparts and players and trying to work out some strategies and frameworks for collaboration. And I know that has been happening within NACIO. NACIO has been taking the lead in trying to help CIOs do that. There's work underway to address that problem, but there's a real diversity of view as to what role the federal government should be playing. And so I think it's going to take some sitting down and really talking through what that role really should be and how it might work for the states. That's a hard problem for the federal level, I believe, because the states are very diverse. <laughs> their size, their complexity. The way they approach issues is all very different. It's definitely not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach. Anything else you like that? 
each profession kind of has its culture and how it approaches issues. And another challenge, I think, for CIOs and CISOs is building this collaboration with Homeland Security officials, uh, the Fusion Center people, the investigative bureaus of the states, like the, the, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, the National Guard folks, the emergency management folks, you know, trying to make that all work as a whole in Homeland Security areas is, is a real challenge. And I think there are mechanisms that are happening now, like the fusion centers and like the ISAC, which is the Information Security Regional Groups. Those have been very successful, I think, so far in getting those conversations going and getting the connections made and beginning to get the collaboration going. What we heard in our study is people feel like we need a lot more of that. We need to spend more time and put more resources into those efforts to make sure that we're communicating across all these disciplines that are really jointly and in a very integrated way um, responsible for security. Thank you, Mary Lou. You're welcome. That is Mary Lou Goodyear, a professor and head of the Department of Public Administration at the University of Kansas. I'm Eric Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening.